Hello, and welcome to the Client Experience Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez, and I'm here today with Sarah Anke, the sassy Pinterest guru. Thanks for being with us, Sarah. Oh, thank you for having me. We are going to just break this social platform down because for me, I mean, the title is, is this a social corkboard or a powerhouse search engine? Because for me, it's been a social corkboard. So I want to understand it a little bit better because everyone is talking about it right now and I don't get how it works. So tell me a little bit about, first of all, about you, your business, and and then we'll dive right into how that kind of cross-sected with Pinterest in general. Well, I first started, my first business was in direct sales. I now have a business as I run the Pinterest for people because not everybody understands how it works and how to do it and how to make it effective for your business. But a little bit personal about me, I have three kids. I'm a single mom. I love my kids to death. My favorite type of movie is horror movies. And I'm kind of a gamer. So that's a little bit random about me, but I find it interesting to let people know a little bit interesting about you. Okay, I have to interject because I also have three daughters because I know you have three daughters. And my middle daughter is has been dating somebody for, I think, two and a half years. And he's the middle of three boys and he has converted her into a complete gamer. So her room is like game central. So we've got mm-hmm. that going on over here. Wow. I, I tell you what, it's a lot of people have converted to gaming because it's a great stress reliever. I, I could probably imagine in this time and age, that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. So tell me how, when you were in direct sales, how did you come across Pinterest? Like, well, how did this even happen? Well, I started my first direct sales business and I did not have any way of doing in-person parties. I did not have transportation at the time. So I was like, okay, I have to make this all happen on social media, do Facebook parties. And I was like, how do I do this? So I just started Googling and I kept seeing Pinterest board after Pinterest board come up. I didn't even have a Pinterest account. I had to make an account so I could see this stuff. And I was like, wow, it's telling me step-by-step how to do Facebook parties. It's telling me step-by-step information on how to use the products because I was with 31 and it's organization products. I was like, this is great. It gave me ideas on how to help my customer out and how to make it work for them and give them ideas on other ways they can use the products. And I was like, wow, this is great information. And after that, it was like a rabbit hole for me. I was just research bill. It sounds to me like it's almost like a written and visual version of how I would use like YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, and YouTube is a search engine as well, you know, but like how instead of watching, sitting and watching videos, it's like a visual representation of how you can do certain things or look at certain things. Absolutely. Uh, That's where infographics came from. You know, that's where a lot of people put their blogs on how to do stuff. I'm definitely an avid reader. I like watching videos, but I find that it takes, I end up going down the rabbit hole of videos and end up spending all day on a video. So I constantly am researching stuff. Even now I have to keep up to date on what I do. So I'm constantly researching. Which and is that's hilarious because you're probably keeping up to date on what you do by researching on the, on the platform <laughs> yes, that you use for your business. <laughs> Absolutely. I also use Google. I'm not going to lie. And I also use YouTube, but my main form of research goes through Pinterest. That's awesome. That's totally awesome. 
I know when we were talking before, sort of in the green room area, we were talking about, you had mentioned that direct sales was a way that you got into learning more about Pinterest. And we talked about how direct sales and multi-level marketing has really taken off in the Pinterest area. And I was just trying to wrap my brain around that because for me, I'm like, and I've even put it on the on the podcast, like I love Color Street. Color Street, for those who don't know, is the most amazing nail stuff on the planet where you can put nail polish on without having to paint your nails. And I always tell people, people always want me to sell MLM. And I'm like, no, no, I will just buy your stuff. It's fine. I will just buy it from you. But I can see something like that where it's very visual, where they're doing different nail combinations and they're doing different things like that. But how would a product that's not as visual use Pinterest to sell their MLM or direct sales products? Well, for example, I have a client that is with Modere and they are social retail. So they don't like to advertise like I'm with Modere. They want to talk about the products and how it's helped. So that's exactly what you do on Pinterest is you talk about the products and how it helps you. But you also give other ideas. Like they came out with, uh, it's like a coffee scrub that helps your skin. And we came up with recipes on how to, you know, lose the cellulite with it. We came out with just different things about the scrub itself and actually a product pin, which is all about the product, what its uses are, how to use it and stuff like that. And they've gotten a couple hits off of it. It all depends on your strategy. It's just like going on social media. You have to have a strategy behind it. Are you going to be informative on just more than just your product? That's going to work out better for you than if you're just selling your product, just like you would do on social media. Is being informative on your product, is that a longer game for your ROI? Or do you find that that actually boosts the ROI faster? It is a long game. No matter what type of thing on Pinterest, it's a long game. Some people take off faster than others, depending on what the search is. Like I know essential oils is a big search on there. And those usually take off faster. And I know a lot of people that are essential oil bloggers that sell it. So they do a combination of their blogs and their products. It's definitely a long haul game. What's different about Pinterest also is that they pin state in the feed for six months compared to, you know, the five to 15 minutes it does on social media. So you have more of a chance to gain traction that way with the same pin, especially if it's getting repinned by other people. That is really interesting. Well, I mean, I definitely, like I said, I have used it and seen some really interesting things. I've done random things. So I actually was very active with my Cricut for a while. And for those who don't know what a Cricut is, a Cricut is a vinyl cutter. And I did glass etching. So I would make custom stencils and then I would etch glass onto wine bottles. And so I got a lot of ideas from Pinterest that were kind of out of the box ideas because there was nowhere else where I could find those. And so that has always been sort of my, I guess my thought process is like organizing ideas, not so much advertising, although I've certainly seen people use it for like fashion. And then I've also seen that not only do they have like the outfit advertised, but they have the link to where you can buy the different pieces of the outfit. So in that regard, I've seen the commerce behind it. But you know, this is just like a whole new world. So 
one of the people that you and I talked about and, and we've made a connection is, you know, somebody that I know that serves the MLM community and the direct sales community, but doesn't actually have an MLM herself. So how would somebody who wants to connect with people who are on Pinterest, how would they interact with Pinterest? This is going down a rabbit hole a little bit, but follow me. Follow me, Sarah. But let's say that let's say that I have a service and my ideal clients are hanging out on Pinterest. What kinds of things can I do to get their attention, even though I don't sell those things? And so my pins may not be in the same category. Well, it's an information hub. So you could use blog posts, you could use video, you could use podcasts, like your podcast could be on there. You can use anything that has a link, your freebies, guest appearances, anything you've written for in a magazine, anything like that you can post up there, which attracts them to you. And you can receive messages on there. Plus they have the access to your website where they can go to your website and, you know, message you directly. It's definitely an information hub. And I've never used that before, but that's really what it is. It's an information hub, whether it's business, retail, or craft ideas. Interesting. You're getting information. Are, are there hashtags or how do people find, how yes. do people relate each thing to each other? Well, you you search like you would search on Google, but you can also use hashtags, which give you yeah, okay. a search, what do you call it? Word. Search word, like keywords. Right. Keywords. You definitely need to make it SEO friendly so that you know, when people are searching that those words will come up gotcha. and you can find those pins. So what would be the least likely business that you have helped that has had a lot of success on, on Pinterest? I would have to say the one that I can think of that I've helped is a real estate company and it is based on a military real estate company and they have a podcast, they have videos, they have blogs, and it's all about moving in PCS, which I don't know what PCS stands for, but I know it's when they move from one base to another. And I should know what PCS stands for considering I work for them, but <laughs> it happens. <laughs> but they move people from one place to another and help them buy houses. So we have moving tips on there. We have packing tips. We have, you know, funny little memes and quotes. It's a great place if you are a quote fan to find quotes also. And they've done really well. I've only been working with them for a couple months. In the first month, they shot up to 6.6K viewership. So it was amazing because I thought, oh, this is going to be one of those ones that's going to take a while to take off. And it hasn't. And what does that, because the next question we were going to move into is, is how, how really you measure your return on investment. So when you say that they shot up to that amount of viewership, how does that translate into, into sales and into their money back in the investment? Okay. The money back in the investment is actually traffic. So we're driving traffic to your website, to your YouTube videos, to your podcast. That's where the ROI but the viewers are the number of eyes that have seen your views, your pins, excuse me. There's also, they have metrics for clicks. How many people have clicked your links? How many people viewed different pins? And you can get those statistics on each pin too. How many people have repinned your pins? You want people to repin your pins. 
when you're working on the board, you have to repin other people's pins too. It's not just about you. It's about like a community. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine. And I, you know, I think that, you know, I mean, it's nice when people, when you feel like what you've given has given value to somebody else, but it's also that visibility to share your message to a wider audience, not just the one person that repinned it, but then that somebody else outside of that gets to experience and learn about what it is that you're offering to the public at large. Absolutely. I always tell people that Pinterest is like social media and a search engine. You want people to be able to find you on there, but you also want people to be able to reach out to your social media platforms, Facebook groups. That's another great pin that you can put on here is to your Facebook groups. I would have never thought of that ever, like ever. <laughs> I've gotten several people in my group because of it. Wow. Yes. They're like, oh, I want more information. It's a way of sharing your information. Hey, I got, this is a great way for you to reach out to me and I can help you more in my Facebook group, or I can share more information with you in my Facebook group. Not everybody uses it that way, but I found it very helpful because then I'm driving traffic into another area where people can grab that like, no trust factor. Absolutely. And this is like, I mean, it only behooves you to explore every avenue of how Pinterest can be used, especially since it is your business and you're able to do the same for other people. So tell me what it's like to work with you when, you know, give me like the range of businesses that work with you and, and what kinds of things you do for people. I work with businesses that have links because this is all about links. We want to drive traffic to wherever you want it to go to. So I've got the real estate. I've worked with a virtual assistant. I work with a podcaster, coach, and blogger. I work with somebody with the Modere, somebody with essential oils, another one that's a coach and a podcaster. So I have a wide variety. My favorite is the trifecta of the coach, podcaster, and blogger all together because they have tons of links. The more links you have, the better. So... Anybody that has links could do it. I mean, direct sales, how many links do you have to all your products? There's tons of links. And then if you add blogging onto the direct sales, that's even 100% better because then people are getting information from you, not just you selling something to them. That's, that's awesome. And we should I'm probably talk after the show because I have a podcast and a blog and <laughs> services. <laughs> My gosh. Well, I can imagine that working with you makes it a lot easier, but tell me what is your favorite part of using Pinterest for fun? My favorite part of using Pinterest for fun is when I get craft ideas for the kids to do because, you know, they like to drive you crazy, especially on breaks. So like there's tons of craft ideas. I've gotten craft ideas for people's weddings. You know, I like crafts and I like to share my love of crafts with my kids and with other people. So even though I use it for business, I still use it for fun. I also just find it fun to work for other people and empower them to, you know, share their business with others. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I find that for myself as well in a different way. Obviously, I'm not my, you know, my business model is completely different, but I love networking. And I love just seeing how the connection of using your gifts can bring value to other people. And whether that's in a monetary form where you're in a business arrangement or you're able to just give voluntarily. I think being 
as a community rallying around each other and being able to give back is so important because we can't be good at every single thing. Like really, to me, this is a very large, very cool corkboard. Even though I understand (laughs) that it's a search engine, I mean, the way that I would use it is that way. But the way that I would use it if I was going to move forward and using it in another way is by engaging with somebody like you who understands how it can be maximized, how it can be used to drive traffic to my business, how it can be, you know, really increasing the exposure to things that are important to me, like my podcast. That's my area where I share, you know what I mean? And that's in Pinterest is the area where you get to be the sassy guru. And so I love that about you and about um, your you know, model of the way that you do your business. Oh, thank you. I, well, I, always I think ask- you can do great things with Pinterest if you take the time to do it. Now, not everybody has the time to do it. So that's why there's people like me out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, I always ask two questions of my guests and I'm going to ask them of you. But the first is, if you were to make sure that somebody walked away with one thing about Pinterest specifically that they may not have known before, that they would have learned from you from this podcast, what would that one thing be? That you can use hashtags on there. A lot of people don't understand that you can use hashtags on there. That's a new thing that they just started, which is great because... If you got a hashtag generator, you can look up those hashtags and pull up the information that way. Yeah. Well, especially if people are already invested in doing the same for Instagram, they could likely probably, I'm guessing they could bring that information over since they've already know that that works for their business, right? Absolutely. Instagram and Pinterest are both visual platforms. That, that is very true. You are 100% correct with that. Well, what would you say, and this does not have to be Pinterest related, but if you could pick one thing that someone has told you or you have read or you have come across that has really struck a chord for you and you would consider to be the best advice that you've ever been given, what would that one thing be? And I'm sure a lot of people have said this and that's to be authentic with who you are, but I have a really good friend and one of my clients and he swears up like a sailor and, but he still attracts people to him because he's found his tribe. People may not agree with who you are and that's okay. I know for me, I swear occasionally I've been told that, you know, I shouldn't swear at all because I'm in business. It's not ladylike. And I'm like, look, if I'm passionate about something and it comes out, it's going to come out. And that's who I am. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You can step aside. There are people that are okay with that. And people have to be okay with who you are. That builds the like, no trust factor. If you're being fake, how can you build that factor? Yeah, pretty much anyone who's around me has to be okay with the F-bomb. Because I like, and literally one of the Facebook groups that I'm most active in is called the F-Bomb Breakfast Club. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) But it's just because I, and I always, people like, they'll say like, in fact, it was Monique who you met. She was on the show and she said, she started to say something. She was, oh, can I, can I say shit? I'm like, oh, you can fucking say shit. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I mean, it's just how I am. I don't know. It's, It's how I express myself. And I know sometimes it can be too much and I try to tame it down and especially be respectful when people, when I can see that people are sensitive to it. But I also understand that, you know, again, what you're saying is true is like, you're not going to be for everyone and that's okay. 
because the people you are for will come to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I tried to be somebody I wasn't for the longest time and it, it got me nowhere in business. And now that I'm just being myself and I'm the helpful type person, I swear occasionally I try to take like you tame it down for other people that are uncomfortable with it, but I'm not going to not do it because that's not who I am. Right. I'm also a humongous dork. I mean, that's just like established. I have in my project management software for my company, we started with Trello and we're now using something else. We're using Asana, but in the software, we had like a staff directory and it said like the picture of the person and what's their position and, you know, some information. So we're all over the world. So just trying to get to know each other. And it said CEO and lead dork. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's me, you know? And I, I mean, I just think that it's important to be real. And I am a real person with frizzy hair who doesn't wear makeup on the regular and the mom of three girls. And, you know, I just, and I love making a podcast and I'm always surprised when people listen to it. And I'm just like so grateful when they do, but it has allowed me and afforded me the ability to meet people like you and so many other people that are like-minded and care enough to share what they're passionate about, their little corner of the business world and their personality and what they bring to the table. And then my podcast just gives the ability to just give voice to that. So I love it. I love every bit of it. Well, I thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate you and your audience. Well, we are going to definitely share all of your links in the show notes. I need to... It looks like I don't have a Pinterest link. So I'm going to need you to forward me a Pinterest link because that would be a shame if we didn't have some type of Pinterest link in the show notes for the sassy Pinterest guru. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if anyone is interested in finding out more about Pinterest for your business, if you are thinking this might be a good idea, but this might be a little overwhelming, or you just want to hang out with Sarah for a little bit. I mean, she's pretty rad. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. We will be putting all of her contact information in the show notes, like I said, and I encourage you to reach out to her and see how she might be of help. And I thank you again, everyone, for joining us this week and every week for another episode of the Client Experience Revolution. You guys rock my world and I appreciate you so much. Go make the world a better place. Have a good one, guys. Hello and welcome to the Client Experience Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez, and I'm here today with Sarah Anke, the sassy Pinterest guru. Thanks for being with us, Sarah. Oh, thank you for having me. We are going to just break this social platform down because for me, I mean, the title is, is this a social corkboard or a powerhouse search engine? Because for me, it's been a social corkboard. So I want to understand it a little bit better because everyone is talking about it right now and I don't get how it works. So tell me a little bit about, first of all, about you, your business, and, and then we'll dive right into how that kind of cross-sected with Pinterest in general. Well, I first started, my first business was in direct sales. I now have a business as I run the Pinterest for people because not everybody understands how it works and how to do it and how to make it effective for your business. 
But a little bit personal about me, I have three kids. I'm a single mom. I love my kids to death. My favorite type of movie is horror movies. And I'm kind of a gamer. So that's some a little bit random about me, but I find it interesting to let people know a little bit interesting about you. Okay, I have to interject because I also have three daughters because I know you have three daughters. And my middle daughter is has been dating somebody for... I think two and a half years and he's the middle of three boys and he has converted her into a complete gamer. So her room is like game central. So we've got that going on over here. Wow. I I tell you what, it's a lot of people have converted to gaming because it's a great stress reliever. I, I could probably imagine in this time and age, that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. So tell me how, when you were in direct sales, how did you come across Pinterest? Like, well, how did this even happen? Well, I started my first direct sales business and I did not have any way of doing in-person parties. I did not have transportation at the time. So I was like, okay, I have to make this all happen on social media, do Facebook parties. And I was like, how do I do this? So I just started Googling and I kept seeing Pinterest board after Pinterest board come up. I didn't even have a Pinterest account. I had to make an account so I could see this stuff. And I was like, wow, it's telling me step-by-step how to do Facebook parties. It's telling me step-by-step information on how to use the products because I was with 31 and it's organization products. I was like, this is great. It gave me ideas on how to help my customer out and how to make it work for them and give them ideas on other ways they can use the products. And I was like, wow, this is great information. And after that, it was like a rabbit hole for me. I was just research bill. It sounds to me like it's almost like a written and visual version of how I would use like YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, and YouTube is a search engine as well, you know, but like how instead of watching, sitting and watching videos, it's like a visual representation of how you can do certain things or look at certain things. Absolutely. Uh, That's where infographics came from. You know, that's where a lot of people put their blogs on how to do stuff. I'm definitely an avid reader. I like watching videos, but I find that it takes, I end up going down the rabbit hole of videos and end up spending all day on a video. So I constantly am researching stuff. Even now I have to keep up to date on what I do. So I'm constantly researching. Which and that's is hilarious because you're probably keeping up to date on what you do by researching on the, on the platform <laughs> yes, that you use for your business. <laughs> Absolutely. I also use Google. I'm not going to lie. And I also use YouTube, but my main form of research goes through Pinterest. That's awesome. That's totally awesome. I know when we were talking before, sort of in the green room area, we were talking about, you had mentioned that direct sales was a way that you got into learning more about Pinterest. And we talked about how direct sales and multi-level marketing has really taken off in the Pinterest area. And I was just trying to wrap my brain around that because for me, I'm like, and I've even put it on the, on the podcast, like I love Color Street. Color Street, for those who don't know, is the most amazing nail stuff on the planet where you can put nail polish on without having to paint your nails. And I always tell people, people always want me to sell MLM. And I'm like, no, no, I will just buy your stuff. It's fine. I will just buy it from you. But I can see something like that where it's very visual, where they're doing different nail combinations and they're doing different things like that. But how would a product that's not as visual use Pinterest 
to sell their MLM or direct sales products? Well, for example, I have a client that is with Modere and they are social retail. So they don't like to advertise like I'm with Modere. They want to talk about the products and how it's helped them. So that's exactly what you do on Pinterest is you talk about the products and how it helps you. But you also give other ideas like they came out with, uh, it's like a coffee scrub that helps your skin. And we came up with recipes on how to, you know, lose the cellulite with it. We came out with just different things about the scrub itself and actually a product pin, which is all about the product, what its uses are, how to use it and stuff like that. And they've gotten a couple hits off of it. It all depends on your strategy. It's just like going on social media. You have to have a strategy behind it. Are you going to be informative on just more than just your product? That's going to work out better for you than if you're just selling your product, just like you would do on social media. Is being informative on your product, is that a longer game for your ROI? Or do you find that that actually boosts the ROI faster? It is a long game. No matter what type of thing on Pinterest, it's a long game. Some people take off faster than others, depending on what the search is. Like I know essential oils is a big search on there and those usually take off faster. And I know a lot of people that are essential oil bloggers that sell it. So they do a combination of their blogs and their products. It's definitely a long haul game. What's different about Pinterest also is that the pin stay in the feed for six months compared to, you know, the five to 15 minutes it does on social media. So you have more of a chance to gain traction that way with the same pin, especially if it's getting repinned by other people. That is really interesting. Well, I mean, I definitely, like I said, I have used it and seen some really interesting things. I've done random things. So I actually was very active with my Cricut for a while. And for those who don't know what a Cricut is, a Cricut is a vinyl cutter. And I did glass etching. So I would make custom stencils and then I would etch glass onto wine bottles. And so I got a lot of ideas from Pinterest that were kind of out of the box ideas because there was nowhere else where I could find those. And so that has always been sort of my, I guess my thought process is like organizing ideas, not so much advertising, although I've certainly seen people use it for like fashion. And then I've also seen that not only do they have like the outfit advertised, but they have the link to where you can buy the different pieces of the outfit. So in that regard, I've seen the commerce behind it. But you know, this is just like a whole new world. So one of the people that you and I talked about, and and we've made a connection is, you know, somebody that I know that serves the MLM community and the direct sales community, but doesn't actually have an MLM herself. So how would somebody who wants to connect with people who are on Pinterest, how would they interact with Pinterest? This is going down a rabbit hole a little bit, but follow me. Follow me, Sarah. But let's say that let's say that I have a service and my ideal clients are hanging out on Pinterest. What kinds of things can I do to get their attention, even though I don't sell those things? And so my pins may not be in the same category. Well, it's an information hub. So you could use blog posts, you could use video, you could use podcasts. So like your podcast could be on there. You can use anything that has a link, your freebies, guest appearances, 
anything you've written for in a magazine, anything like that, you can post up there, which attracts them to you. And you can receive messages on there. Plus they have the access to your website where they can go to your website and, you know, message you directly. It's definitely an information hub. And I've never used that before, but that's really what it is. It's an information hub, whether it's business, retail, or craft ideas. Interesting. You're getting information. Are, are there hashtags or how do people find, how yes. do people relate each thing to each other? Well, you you search like you would search on Google, but you can also use hashtags, which give you yeah, okay. a search, what do you call it? Word. Search word, like keywords. Right. Keywords. You definitely need to make it SEO friendly so that, you know, when people are searching that those words will come up. Gotcha. And you can find those pins. So what would be the least likely business that you have helped that has had a lot of success on, on Pinterest? I would have to say the one that I can think of that I've helped is a real estate company. And it is based on a military real estate company. And they have a podcast, they have videos, they have blogs, and it's all about moving in PCS, which I don't know what PCS stands for, but I know it's when they move from one base to another. And I should know what PCS stands for considering I work for them, but... (laughs) It happens. (laughs) But they move people from one place to another and help them buy houses. So we have moving tips on there. We have packing tips. We have, you know, funny little memes and quotes. It's a great place if you are a quote fan to find quotes also. And they've done really well. I've only been working with them for a couple months. In the first month, they shot up to 6.6K viewership. So it was amazing because I thought, oh, this is going to be one of those ones that's going to take a while to take off. And it hasn't. And what does that, because the next question we were going to move into is, is how, how really you measure your return on investment. So when you say that they shot up to that amount of viewership, how does that translate into, into sales and into their money back in the investment? Okay. The money back in the investment is actually traffic. So we're driving traffic to your website, to your YouTube videos, to your podcast. That's where the ROI But the viewers are the number of eyes that have seen your views, your pins, excuse me. There's also, they have metrics for clicks, how many people have clicked your links, how many people viewed different pins, and you can get those statistics on each pin too. How many people have repinned your pins? You want people to repin your pins. When you're working on the board, you have to repin other people's pins too. It's not just about you. It's about like a community. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine. And I, you know, I think that, you know, I mean, it's nice when people, when you feel like what you've given has given value to somebody else, but it's also that visibility to share your message to a wider audience, not just the one person that repinned it, but then that somebody else outside of that gets to experience and learn about what it is that you're offering to the public at large. Absolutely. I always tell people that Pinterest is like social media and a search engine. You want people to be able to find you on there, but you also want people to be able to reach out to your social media platforms, Facebook groups. That's another great pin that you can put on here is to your Facebook groups. I would have never thought of that ever, like ever. I've gotten several people in my group because of it. Wow. 
Yes. They're like, oh, I want more information. It's a way of sharing your information. Hey, I got, this is a great way for you to reach out to me and I can help you more in my Facebook group, or I can share more information with you in my Facebook group. Not everybody uses it that way, but I found it very helpful because then I'm driving traffic into another area where people can grab that like, no trust factor. Absolutely. And this is like, I mean, it only behooves you to explore every avenue of how Pinterest can be used, especially since it is your business and you're able to do the same for other people. So tell me what it's like to work with you when, you know, give me like the range of businesses that work with you and, and what kinds of things you do for people. I work with businesses that have links because this is all about links. We want to drive traffic to wherever you want it to go to. So I've got the real estate. I've worked with a virtual assistant. I work with a podcaster, coach, and blogger. I work with somebody with the Modere, somebody with essential oils, another one that's a coach and a podcaster. So I have a wide variety. My favorite is the trifecta of the coach, podcaster, and blogger all together because they have tons of links. The more links you have, the better. So... Anybody that has links could do it. I mean, direct sales, how many links do you have to all your products? There's tons of links. And then if you add blogging onto the direct sales, that's even 100% better because then people are getting information from you, not just you selling something to them. That's that's awesome. And we should probably talk after the show because I have a podcast and a blog and (laughs) services. (laughs) my gosh. Well, I can imagine that working with you makes it a lot easier, but tell me what is your favorite part of using Pinterest for fun? My favorite part of using Pinterest for fun is when I get craft ideas for the kids to do because, you know, they like to drive you crazy, especially on breaks. So like there's tons of craft ideas. I've gotten craft ideas for people's weddings. You know, I like crafts and I like to share my love of crafts with my kids and with other people. So even though I use it for business, I still use it for fun. I also just find it fun to work for other people and empower them to, you know, share their business with others. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I find that for myself as well in a different way. Obviously, I'm not my, you know, my business model is completely different, but I love networking. And I love just seeing how the connection of using your gifts can bring value to other people. And whether that's in a monetary form where you're in a business arrangement or you're able to just give voluntarily. I think being as a community rallying around each other and being able to give back is so important because we can't be good at every single thing. Like really, to me, this is a very large, very cool corkboard. Even though I understand (laughs) that it's a search engine, I mean, the way that I would use it is that way. But the way that I would use it if I was going to move forward and using it in another way is by engaging with somebody like you who understands how it can be maximized, how it can be used to drive traffic to my business, how it can be, you know, really increasing the exposure to things that are important to me, like my podcast. That's my area where I share, you know what I mean? And that's, and Pinterest is the area where you get to be the sassy guru. And so I love that about you and about um, your, you know, model of the way that you do your business. Oh, thank you. 
I, well, I, always I think ask- you can do great things with Pinterest if you take the time to do it. Now, not everybody has the time to do it. So that's why there's people like me out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, I always ask two questions of my guests and I'm going to ask them of you. But the first is, if you were to make sure that somebody walked away with one thing about Pinterest specifically that they may not have known before, that they would have learned from you from this podcast, what would that one thing be? That you can use hashtags on there. A lot of people don't understand that you can use hashtags on there. That's a new thing that they just started, which is great because if you got a hashtag generator, you can look up those hashtags and pull up the information that way. Yeah. Well, especially if people are already invested in doing the same for Instagram, they could likely probably, I'm guessing they could bring that information over since they've already know that that works for their business, right? Absolutely. Instagram and Pinterest are both visual platforms. That, it, that is very true. You are 100% correct with that. Well, what would you say, and this does not have to be Pinterest related, but... If you could pick one thing that someone has told you or you have read or you have come across that has really struck a chord for you and you would consider to be the best advice that you've ever been given, what would that one thing be? And I'm sure a lot of people have said this and that's to be authentic with who you are. But I have a really good friend and one of my clients and he swears up like a sailor. And, but he still attracts people to him because he's found his tribe. People may not agree with who you are and that's okay. I know for me, I swear occasionally I've been told that, you know, I shouldn't swear at all because I'm in business. It's not ladylike. And I'm like, look, if I'm passionate about something and it comes out, it's going to come out and that's who I am. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You can step aside. There are people that are okay with that and people have to be okay with who you are. That builds the like, no trust factor. If you're being fake, how can you build that factor? Yeah, pretty much anyone who's around me has to be okay with the F-bomb because I like, and literally one of the Facebook groups that I'm most active in is called the F-bomb breakfast club. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) But it's just because I, and I always, people like, they'll say like, in fact, it was Monique who you met. She was on the show and she said, she started to say something. She was, oh, can I, can I say shit? I'm like, oh, you can fucking say shit. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I mean, it's just how I am. I don't know. It's, It's how I express myself. And I know sometimes it can be too much and I try to tame it down and especially be respectful when people, when I can see that people are sensitive to it. But I also understand that, you know, again, what you're saying is true is like, you're not going to be for everyone and that's okay. Because the people you are for will come to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I tried to be somebody I wasn't for the longest time and it it got me nowhere in business. And now that I'm just being myself and I'm the helpful type person, I swear occasionally I try to t- like you tame it down for other people that are uncomfortable with it, but I'm not going to not do it because that's not who I am. Right. I'm also a humongous dork. I mean... That's just like established. I have in my project management software for my company, we started with Trello and we're now using something else. We're using Asana. But in the software, we had like a staff directory and it said like the picture of the person and what's their position and, you know, some information. So we're all over the world. So just trying to get to know each other. And it said CEO and lead dork. Oh, I love it. 
I love <laughs> That's me, you know? And I, I mean, I just think that it's important to be real. And I am a real person with frizzy hair who doesn't wear makeup on the regular and the mom of three girls. And, you know, I just, and I love making a podcast and I'm always surprised when people listen to it. And I'm just like so grateful when they do, but it has allowed me and afforded me the ability to meet people like you and so many other people that are like-minded and care enough to share what they're passionate about, their little corner of the business world and their personality and what they bring to the table. And then my podcast just gives the ability to just give voice to that. So I love it. I love every bit of it. Well, I thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate you and your audience. Well, we are going to definitely share all of your links in the show notes. I need to... It looks like I don't have a Pinterest link. So I'm going to need you to forward me a Pinterest link because that would be a shame if we didn't have some type of Pinterest link in the show notes for the sassy Pinterest guru. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if anyone is interested in finding out more about Pinterest for your business, if you are thinking this might be a good idea, but this might be a little overwhelming, or you just want to hang out with Sarah for a little bit. I mean, she's pretty rad. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. We will be putting all of her contact information in the show notes, like I said, and I encourage you to reach out to her and see how she might be of help. And I thank you again, everyone, for joining us this week and every week for another episode of the Client Experience Revolution. You guys rock my world and I appreciate you so much. Go make the world a better place. Have a good one, guys.